In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Today we celebrate the Feast of All Saints, a great feast, because we remember those thousands and thousands of ordinary men and women like us who lived good lives with the presence of God in their hearts, an inspiration to all of us. And I give thanks at this Mass for my 50 years as a monk, and I offer this Mass up especially for all monks of St Gregory's living and dead. And I'd like to remember three especially. I know one shouldn't be invidious, but Abbot Wilfred Passmore, who was the abbot who clothed me, gave me the monastic habit. Father Daniel Rees, who was my novice master, and my fellow novice, Father Alexander George, who died in 2022. But we begin this Mass, as we begin all Masses, by recognising that we are sinners and we're in need of God's mercy and forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask the Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen.
Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty, ever-living God, by whose gift we venerate in one celebration the merits of all the saints, bestow on us, we pray, through the prayers of so many intercessors, an abundance of the reconciliation with you, for which we earnestly long. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. <coughs> A reading from the book of the Apocalypse. I, John, saw another angel rising where the sun rises, carrying the seal of the living God. He called in a powerful voice to the four angels whose duty was to devastate land and sea. Wait before you do any damage on land or at sea or to the trees until we've put the seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard how many were sealed, a hundred and forty-four thousand out of all the tribes of Israel. After that, I saw a huge number, impossible to count, of people from every nation, race, tribe and language. They were standing in front of the throne and in front of the Lamb, dressed in white robes and holding palms in their hands. They shouted aloud, Victory to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels who were standing in a circle round the throne surrounding the elders and the four animals, prostrated themselves before the throne and touched the ground with their foreheads, worshipping God with these words, Amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honour and power and strength to our God for ever and ever. Amen. One of the elders then spoke and asked me, do you know who these people are, dressed in white robes, and where they have come from? I answered him, You can tell me, my Lord. Then he said, These are the people who have been through the great persecution, and they have washed their robes white again in the blood of the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The second reading is a reading from the first letter of St. John. Think of the love that the Father has lavished on us by letting us be called God's children, and that is what we are. Because the world refused to acknowledge him, therefore it does not acknowledge us. My dear people, we are already the children of God, but what we are to be in the future has not yet been revealed. All we know is that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he really is. Surely everyone who entertains this hope must purify himself, must try to be as pure as Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up the hill. There he sat down and was joined by his disciples. Then he began to speak. This is what he taught them. How happy are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Happy those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right, they shall be satisfied. Happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. Happy the pure in heart, they shall see God. Happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons of God. Happy those who are persecuted in the cause of right, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. stained glass window behind the altar but I'd like you to try and picture another great stained glass window don't worry if you can't do that but some of you here will be able to do that and that is the great rose window in the Abbey Church at Downside which I think is particularly fitting for today's feast and the window has been described as follows. There are 25 light wheel windows representing the adoration of the Lamb as described in the Apocalypse. The Lamb is in the centre. There are angels with censers. I'm sorry we haven't got a theologer this morning. In the radiating lights of the window and the outer circle of twelve sanctuaries. The twenty-four ancients who the evangelist beheld in his vision are casting their crowns before the Lamb. And in the first reading in today's Mass from the Book of the Apocalypse, we have the wonderful vision that vision is of a huge number, impossible to count, of people from every nation, race, tribe and language standing in front of the Lamb, dressed in white robes and holding palms in their hands. And they're singing in exhortation, 
singing in adoration of a lamb. The lamb that was slain is Christ, Christ who gave his life for us. His earthly life was one of selflessness, one of giving, a life of reaching out to others with compassion, mercy, forgiveness and humility. At the start of his ministry he taught his followers that what is required of someone who wishes to be his disciple he took his followers up a mountain and sat down to teach them. The bar, he said, was and still is a high one. It couldn't be achieved in a day. It was a lifetime's work. And along the journey there would be many falls many deaths but at the same time the disciple is called to look beyond the now and the self to the kingdom where he can join the angels and the thousands and thousands of good and holy men and women who have responded to God's invitation and then lived out that invitation day after day with perseverance and humility. Today I give thanks to God for the invitation to be Jesus' disciple as a monk and priest in the community of St. Gregory of the English Benedictine Congregation. The community I joined 50 years ago was certainly a good deal larger. And it's a community that's had both its saints and sinners. I think that someone who's reached my age can say that during his life he has encountered men and women whose hearts have really been filled with the presence and love of God. And that love and that beauty have certainly touched my heart. And I hope that I, in turn, have managed to pass on something of God's love to my brethren, to my family, my friends, and to those I've ministered to. And as I look back on my life, I feel I've only just started. But it's important for all disciples to have the Gospel, the good news of Jesus, at the centre of their lives. The Gospel sets out a programme for us to follow. The thousands of saints we remember today are men and women who allow themselves to be led and guided by the Gospel. The Beatitudes are at the very heart of Jesus' preaching and they take up and fulfil the promises that God made starting with Abraham. 
They depict the countenance of Jesus and they characterize authentic Christian life. They reveal the ultimate goal of human activity, which is eternal. But this teaching of Jesus is not one that sits comfortably in today's world. He turns things upside down and calls the disciples to have his eye, his heart, centred not on himself but on others, to express himself with humility rather than roughness and inconsiderateness. Throughout the Gospel, Jesus fights for the poor. He teaches us of the importance of justice. The disciple is called not just to speak about justice and righteousness, but to desire it with his whole life and live it out. This is shown by the mercy and forgiveness our lives show. And a little further on in the Sermon on the Mount, after the Beatitudes, Jesus gives his disciples and us the Lord's Prayer. We're taught how we should pray. The disciple who has the presence and love of God in his heart is surely someone who prays. The person who prays brings peace and creates a community of love and peace around them. And all of us are called to be witnesses. A witness is someone who can stand up and proclaim and live out the gospel. And this can lead to martyrdom, the shedding of one's blood for the risen Christ. Our community of St. Gregory has its martyrs. These men put their faith and their love in the risen Jesus before himself, before themselves. At a time of persecution, they celebrated the Mass and the sacraments and made it possible for others to be able to partake in the sacramental life of the Church. I mentioned that I felt I'd only just started and had a long journey to travel to reach the goal. But I pray for the strength to be able to do this, and I take inspiration in the words of a young man who, with three others, all in their twenties, and all who had received their education in Benedictine schools in the USA, Nigeria, Chile, and the UK recently attended the International Conference of Benedictines, heads, chaplains, teachers in Rio de Janeiro. The four were invited to share their experiences of Benedictine education. My closing words are the words of one of the four. The mustard seed may seem small. It may seem of little value. But with trusting patience, you will see the birds of the air nesting in the tree you have grown. 
God has set you alight as a lamp for many. Don't hide under a tarp. So let us rise and make our profession of faith as we all say together, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, True God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us unite with all the saints in heaven and bring before our loving Father our needs and those of the Church. For the Church, that the saints in heaven may be an example for all Christians who yearn for life and desire to see good days. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For Dom James on his golden jubilee of clothing. May the Lord who called him from the multitude sustain him with the gospel as his guide. Lord, hear us. For the monastic community, that they may respond joyfully with love and fidelity to the Master's instructions. Lord, hear us. Lord, For the community of St. Mary, that the Lord bless their good works and support their ministry of hospitality and evangelization. Lord, hear us. 
vocations to the priesthood and religious life. May more young men and women respond with generosity to the voice that calls from heaven. Lord, hear us. For those who have gone ahead of us, marked with the sign of faith, we remember Don James's family and members of the monastic community that they may see the Lord in the fullness of his glory. Lord, hear us. We entrust our prayers to Mary, Queen of the Saints, as we say. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. In a moment of silence, we bring before the Lord those prayers we hold in our hearts. Ever-living God, we are gathered as your family to praise your name and honour your holy ones. In your kindness, answer our prayers and the prayers which the saints offer on our behalf. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
God unites Gaza throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and all those who hold him to his feet, hand on his Catholic and apostolic faith. But Madam Lord, your servants, and all Catholics whose faith and devotion are known to you, for them we offer you the sacrifice of praise and the offerings of self and all who are faithful for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and praying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion we pledge these memories and memories especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our Lord and of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph as ours, your blessed apostles and martyrs, keep them poor, <coughs> James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Peter, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Florence, Chrysostomus, John and Paul, We ask that through their merits and prayers, with all things we may be presented by your protection love. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those who have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. From the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hand. And with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. Amen. <clears throat> 
as we await the blessed fruit and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace, I give you my peace, I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant us peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And let us offer ourselves as a sign of peace.
Let us pray. As we adore you, O God, who alone are holy and wonderful in all your saints, we implore your grace so that coming to perfect holiness in the fullness of your love, we may pass from this pilgrim table to the banquet of our heavenly homeland, through Christ our Lord. I have one important announcement that I hope to see you all in Southgate in a few moments. The Lord be with you. And with your May God, the glory and joy of the saints, who has caused you to be strengthened by means of their outstanding prayers, bless you with unending blessings. Freed through their intercession from present ills and formed by the example of their holy way of life, may you be ever devoted to serving God and your neighbour. So that together with all, you may possess the joys of the homeland, where Holy Church rejoices that our children are admitted in perpetual peace to the company of the citizens of heaven. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord.